You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hi, everybody. Oh, no. Let's try that again. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 316 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast, presented by Overdrive. This is Adam, joined by Jill. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good, except that I literally wasn't allowed to be in this podcast. You were not. (laughs) You were not. Tell everyone what you did. So this was a, uh, we call it No Boys Allowed. (laughs) It's the opposite of Little Rascals. No Boys Allowed. That's right. And, um... (laughs) So I invited our colleagues Tiffany and Sydney to come in with me, and we talked um, about, since it's Women's History Month, we decided to focus on books that are by women and about women, and yeah. It's such a good idea, and I love it so much, but also, when you were trying to figure stuff out, you were having issues with your computer, and I was like, do you just want me to come in and record with you with them? And you're like, no. And I was like, Whoa. That has literally never happened before. I was like, why in the world is she being so specific about it? And then afterwards, you told me, I was like, oh, yeah, that would have been weird if I just sat there. And I was like, let me man explain Women's History Month to you guys. That would have been terrible. Yeah, we were having some difficult technical difficulties, uh, but I think we hopefully figured it. Yeah. Because right. you got a fancy okay. new computer. I did get a fancy new computer, and it's not quite set up for all of our audio stuff, and we'll get to figure it out. Sorry, last, it, it sounds okay. One of last week's intros I did in my walking around my house. So that yes, that works as well. It's like um, that movie Finding Neverland. We're dreaming on a budget here. It's, there you go. <laughs> we're potting on a budget. So um, okay, if people want to get a hold of us, you can find us at professionalbooknerds.com. You can email us at professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com, or you can find us on Instagram or Twitter at probooknerds. Uh, be sure to follow our Instagram because we've been doing a bunch of giveaways lately, and I've got a few more that I think we're going to do just because we've got them. Um, so, yeah, don't miss out on that. Follow us. Um, anything else? Should it, should people know anything else about this episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, this is the last you guys will hear my voice today. I hope you enjoy this episode with Jill and some lovely ladies on the Professional Book Nerds podcast. <laughs> Welcome to episode 316 of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast, presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Um, with me today, I have my friends Sydney and Tiffany. Hey! Hey, everyone! So, Tiffany, have you ever been on a full episode before? I have, and yeah. actually the only one I was on a full episode with, or for, was with Sydney. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been on this one with you, and then I think I was on one with Andrea and Christina about YA books. Right, but we're not, well, there might be some YA books. There might be. I've got some. There might be. So, uh, it's March, which means it's Women's History Month. And, um, we are doing an episode we are calling No Boys Allowed. There's a sign on the club door. (laughs) Yep. No one can climb up. Get out. We actually locked Adam out. Wait a minute. We locked Adam out. Now he's officially locked out. Locked (laughs) out. And so we are talking about books that are about women and by women and all women stuff. So if that's a problem for you, you should stop listening right now. 
Yeah, I'm going to make, I'm going to start by making a really bold statement. Are you ready? This is going to make people just leave if they don't want to. Cool. Hear this. I'm sort of over reading any book written by a man that has uh, women in it. I mean, maybe if we're like a, a side character, sure. But if you're trying to write as a woman, I'm, I'm not here for it. Oh, I've got a book that fits that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I have not been impressed. And I read a ton of YA, and so I keep listening to these characterizations of like, oh, I'm a young woman coming into myself, and I'm like, I see you, you're a fraud. I can smell your manliness. <laughs> wow, that's a very bold statement. I know. I'll probably retract it at some point. That's but okay. for now. I'm here for it, and that works for me. So uh, who wants to go first? Who's got books they want to talk about? you got strong feelings. Why I do. Start first? <laughs> who, me? That's, that's okay. So I'm trying to think of all of my favorite books over the past couple of years. I have focused a lot last year in particular on um, and continuing into this into this year on reading books by women of color and uh, queer women. Some of my favorites of the past year. Well, first of all, I have shouted to the rooftop, so I might as well shout on PBN that I love Emergency Contact by Mary H.K. Choi. I was reading a lot of literature by Asian women for a little while. I read sort of Maureen Gu, Jenny Han, and Mary H.K. Choi in the same small pocket and was like, this is an interesting trend. It wasn't on purpose. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm completely here for all of this. And that was the one that was the standout for me. It was had everything I wanted it to have, anxiety, texting, <laughs> and awkwardness. I was like, everything about this is just pushing every happy button I have. So I have... Uh, Bought that book for several people for Christmas, and I'm sort of like, do you like this book? You don't? Then you don't like me. <laughs> so that's, that's sort of my first love there from last year. My hold just came through for that book. Oh, so yes. So I'll be reading that one We'll soon. be talking. Yeah, yes. I gave it to my book club. We read it for book club, and it was good. Yeah. I mean, I have others, but I figured you want, you want to intersperse. We can, we can intersperse. You can intersperse, okay. of okay. course. Okay. Um, I I also uh, read some. I read a lot of Celeste Ng last year. Um, I've definitely been trying to read more women of color this year. Uh, so far, Angie Thomas's On the Come Up. Oh, God, it was so good. I really want her and Bonnie Turpin to just release like their own album after listening to that. Agreed. And dare I say, I liked it better than The Hate You Give. Which I mean, that's a yeah, that's a strong statement. But when I I'm I'm behind, um, I finally got around to reading Yeah Jesse's Homegoing, which I really loved. I loved the the history of it and the back and forth between different characters and how um, you didn't end up getting to go back to the characters that you started with, even mm-hmm. though you got to see the entire lineage. Um, I just finished Sing Unburied Sing by Jessamyn Ward, and I had mixed feelings about that one. I liked it. Um, I don't want to give away any spoilers, so there are parts of it that um, I I was confused by, and then once I figured it out, I thought, "Mm, I don't know if I like that, which is fine. And the other one that stands out to me is uh, Kristen Rupenium. I'm not sure if I'm even saying that right, (laughs) but you know you want this, which is her short story compilation after the, the success that she saw with Cat Person. And I compared that to my review for (laughs) You Know You Want This was an adult long-form scary stories to tell in the dark if the supernatural and the otherworldly were replaced by a study of the inner workings of the human brain. Wow. Wow. It was a lot. You linked everything in the show notes, right? We did. All these books. Because I was like, write this down. Oh, you don't have to. It's written down for you. (laughs) Jill does all the work. Yay. Yeah, Yeah, I finished it and I said, Mom, can you read this so we can talk about it? Because I have a lot of feelings. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was it put me through the ringer. It's a short read, but it's by no means light. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of topics in there that were interesting, and then some of them just got very dark. Um, but I thought worth worth the read. I'm so excited. Apart from cat people. That's what it's called, right? Cat, cat, person? cat, person. cat, cat person. person. Apart from cat person, I have read none of these. Uh, well, I mean, the hate you get. Yes. But everything else, I'm like, oh, now I have a giant t- TBR list to add to my giant TBR, TBR list. list. <laughs> it's great. Uh, other things that I have loved this past year. Um, I will continually sing the praises of Becky Chambers. Oh, is it on there? Is it's it on, on your list? list? Oh, my God. <laughs> I am dying. I am dying. It's so good. I just want to – I mean, I – I'm going to see, okay, it's a little cheesy, but I'm going to see my massage therapist today. I want to stop somewhere, pick up a copy, and put it in her hands. I just want to be like, hello, I've just met you. My name is Sydney. Take this book. Read this book. Take this book. Read this book. Um, when I s- sort of sold it to my dad as, um, s- like, operatic firefly, like gender fluid uh, firefly, yes, where not a lot happens, but everything happens. I was just like, this is this makes me so happy. It's I like cried. A warm but, hug of oh characters. God, so good, yeah. so good. And I recently rekindled my love for Sarah Waters because mm. I watched. Oh, what did I watch? The Little Stranger, which was not a great movie, but I had forgotten about that book. And it made me go back to um, Fingersmith, and uh, I can't remember the other one that I love so much. And damn, those books are amazing. Amazing. Yay, queer authors. Why do I have to sing Speaking of queer authors, I (laughs) listened to Hannah Hart's Buffering. That one's, I think it's a couple years old, maybe 2016, 2017. And... It's narrated by Hannah Hart, of course. Mm-hmm. I love listening to audiobooks that are narrated by the author. And I've always loved her ever since My Drug Kitchen became a thing. <laughs> uh, and she really dives into her mother's mental health, how it's impacted her own mental health, the struggles she and her sister have had to go through. And I really liked it. I thought it was great. Um, you know, at parts, sometimes it gets repetitive. I think that when you're, sometimes if you're put, put, like pumping out an autobiography or anything autobiogra- autobiographical really fast, that can happen. Um, but I had no idea about her history, and she made it really um, interesting and touching. So that was another one I liked. And uh, Roxane Gay's Hunger is one oh, I read yes. this year. God. Ooh, which, again, I mean, it, there are parts of it that are repetitive, and I think that's 100% intentional because sure. you, you want to feel just as trapped as she's describing her own feelings. So, and it's um, like poetry where it comes back, yes. those phrases come back to hit Absolutely. you and sink in. That's how I felt about, uh, I just read, <laughs> different tone but not entirely uh we are never meeting in real life oh, i listened to samantha list. irby so good. And it was one of those where mm-hmm. i picked up my friend actually lent me the paper copy and i started to read it and i was like hold up why don't i audiobook this 100 percent. oh okay my god i mean i Thanks, used to ladies. read her blog constantly and it used to it was one of those things where i would literally just have to put my head on the desk and weep because i was laughing so hard <laughs> i couldn't concentrate and this is not entirely funny by a long shot, but it's just like it's that it's that thanks for giving me a good home kind of no. ever tell you that story. Yes. You wanna hear that story? Sure. So when I was in college, my best friend at the time and I we were in well, she's still we were in our film class and we were talking to the woman in front of us and she talked about how she'd had a snake growing up. And so she went to the pet store one day to get uh rats and you know, whatever you get for your snake, 
and they were out and the snake was hungry so <laughs> she took home live hamsters cuz that's all they had no and when they packed the hamsters up they put them in a cardboard box with the holes punched in the side and printed on the side of the box was thanks for giving me a good home. And my friend and I had the same reaction, which was to burst out laughing and sobbing at the same time. And that's how Samantha Irby makes me feel. Not like a not like a snake eating hamsters, but just that <laughs> thanks for giving me a good home where I'm like, Haha, oh, God. Oh. It's like that um, Kristen that is, Bell gif where you're like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like everything yes. is happening. That is 100% an face. accurate description of, of her story. God, it's so good. <laughs> She's so good. Even I just, I looked today and I was like, oh, you know, she's coming out with anything new and just her the tagline on her blog where she was basically like, I, Hey, I started this on MySpace. Do you know what that is to tell a, uh, to try and convince some dude to be my boyfriend. And then he dumped me. Thanks dude. Cause now she has this like wonderful <laughs> sprawling career. I'm like, everything about you is perfect. Oh, that's great. Plus, she, I believe is one of the writers for shrill, the TV show. <gasps> oh, I'm excited. I'm that. like 95% oh. sure she's, she's involved in the production wow, of the shrill TV that's show. That's good. Oh, that's super good. Yeah. Oh my God. When does that, I think Drop. next week. Oh my god, that and it's... Queer Eye dropped next yeah. week. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think Shrill is next week. Oh my it's gonna god, gonna be some binge watching slash crying. Right. I feel like this is like it is all about spring now. Yeah. Everything. There's like a whole rebirth coming. Are there? Speaking of rebirth, because I'm interested. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna make this weird. I already made this weird. Are there books coming out that you guys are excited about? I haven't really, I, I tend to do so much backlog reading that I don't find out about new things until it's too late, except for the fact that Mary H.K. Choi and Rainbow Rowell are both putting out books this year. Thanks. Yes, September. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my God, I need more Baz and Simon in my life. Write the F now. I'm dying. Oh my God, every Never. time she posts about Wayward Son, I was like, I can't wait. Where is it? I need I it. I can't wait. <laughs> Please put another picture of Baz in a Harry Styles suit on your blog. Good Lord, marry me forever. No, no offense. That's okay. I don't do offense. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so obviously two books I'm excited about. Anybody else? Yeah, I do. Uh, it comes out in April. It is called What My Mother and I Don't Talk About. <laughs> That's on my list, too. Oh, yes. I don't think it's all women essays, but it's like an essay collection, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's all women writers, but... Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's... That title alone. That title alone, I was like... Holy, okay. I feel like that book. could be any one of our autobiographies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think that's sort of like, you know, that's the whole yeah, thing. Is right. What, what you don't talk What you about. don't talk about with your mother. Colon everything. It comes out April 30th. That's the only oh, thing I've so done well good. this year. And I, I thank my place of employment and this podcast. Uh, I used to only be a back reader. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me until this year to be like, no, you can read those. And in addition... You can read some things that are new, so that's the only reason why I've read on the come up. And um, the other one was Karen McManus, Two Can Keep a Secret. So she had Mm. the One of Us is Lying last year. Right. And just a nice little YA mystery fun. I like the second one better than the first, um, but I can add that one to my April list. Yes, you can. not be so behind on everything. That is (laughs) so good. Yeah. That is so good. Um, Also, on my... TBR list. It was one of those. I know I work for an ebook company, but shh, they had a really, really good sale on the um, Octavia Butler oh. series. The, oh my God, I can't wait. My friend just kind of um, messaged me one day and she was just like, hey, this is $2.99. And I just bought it just wholesale. I was like, all right, this is it. I'm getting it. Have I started it? No, but I'm really, really, really excited about it. <laughs> Uh, my husband just read Parable of the Sower, Sour, Sower, and he was just like, 
walking around for a couple days after like bent over like an old man like oof okay like wow I'm really looking forward to this series to just kick me in the behind I'm excited get all okay butler can't yeah. really go wrong yeah. here no <laughs> no super no um I don't know if there's any ones that I'm aware of that are coming out no. other than that one yeah well my mother and I don't talk about it yeah it's on my list a lot of it was the beginning of this year for me a lot of the February, January. Oh, I'm reading right now The Dreamers by Karen mm, Thompson Walker or Walker Thompson. Oh. Nope, Thompson Walker. There we go. Um, which just, <laughs> that one just came out at the end of January and uh, sort of like a sleeping virus is taking over oh, a college dear. town. That's all I'll say. I would not have gathered that from the cover. No, not at all. I, really? I, I've no, told... No, the cover looks very... <laughs> Not like that. No, really? the cover is very neon sign E. Uh, when I was at OLA, they had it on display, and I was talking to the woman who um, must have taken part in the publishing of that book. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her that I was super interested, and the cover was just drawing my attention, and I couldn't stop staring at oh. it. And she said, Why that one? The other lady said, <laughs> Why that one? Why not one of these books? And I said, I can't tell you why, but some books I wrote, like, well, we've been over this before. Adam's not here, but this is perfect. We can girls club right now and talk about how I arrange my bookshelves by color. Oh, no. I am full support of that. You do whatever you need to do, okay? <laughs> because I remember things by color. So yes. I'm I'm a synesthete. So I have synesthesia, but it only impacts color. And so when I saw that book, I was automatically drawn to it. I knew where it would go on my bookshelf. Yep. And that's why. And so we talked a lot about how maybe publishers could market to those with synesthesia and their Ooh, book covers. so smart. Yeah. Hey, we ha- I mean, we had very, very briefly a service here through the Overdrive website where you could see other books that looked like the cover. <gasps> Do you remember right. that? I think it started as a joke, though. I think it did. Yeah, I think <laughs> one of our POs was like, this would be funny. And I remember it popping up in one of our meetings. And I was like, oh, no, do that. I, I would that. totally get that yeah. based on, I mean, some books, I mean, I definitely judge them by cover. Sometimes things come up and I'm like, no, and I just dismiss it yeah. out of hand. But yeah, yeah, I will definitely take a closer look at something because of the how it feels and, and, yeah. in your senses all the senses and for me on the bookshelves it's just easy if they're like oh oh, grab me a copy of novia boy i'll be like oh it's this turquoisey color cover right here and i know if i turned around it's gonna have red writing and people like you're weird and i'm like you're no no i (laughs) we so my husband is librarian we have a lot of books in our house there's Mm -hmm. no order other than like my one shelf of all my special books yes there's no order so when i'm looking for something i'm literally like i know what that spine looks like yes 100 percent. and so when there is no order in, into books and it's like book chaos, yes. I'm like, right. I'm looking for that purple spine. Where it's yes. Like, and yeah. There is literally one room in our house that doesn't have a bookshelf in it or doesn't have books yeah. just sitting in a stack in it. And that is our dining room. And that's because there's no space. Right. Right. Even like the bathrooms, the guest rooms, our offices, everything yeah. is full of books. And some of them, I mean, obviously we have like cookbooks in the kitchen. So right. that makes sense. And I'm kind of like, we had rough order when we first moved in. It was kind of like, but it wouldn't have made sense to anybody else. We're like, well, here are philosophy and running books. And clearly they go in this room. So the only room that has any kind of order that makes sense to me is my own office. But that's, there are too many novels in the house for for it to Mm -hmm. all fit in there. So if you go in the guest room, which is two walls of bookshelves, I'm kind of like, oh, in our old apartment, they were categorized by color and it was super easy, but it drove him crazy. Right. 
now they're alphabetical, I am so much more likely to remember a book that I haven't read in a long time by color than oh, I yeah. would be by author. And I mean, it's no offense to author. We just read a yeah. lot. All of us are right. big readers, so it's like, I'm not going to remember. You've seen everything. my two big bookshelves. Yeah. So I've got one on the left side of the, the TV in the living room, one on the right side, and this one's the Color, red through color. the yellow, and this yep. one's the green through the purples. And Plus, it's pretty. It's it a way to really organize your nice. So it's like Roy Biv. Yes. Nice. It's yeah, really... Yeah. The only thing that I'm considering doing when I move into a house is um, pulling out some of the series that... They look nice where they are. Sure. But sometimes, if I have the space for it, I'd like to do yeah. the series. Like Harry oh, Potter sure. in a row, Game of Thrones in a row. Yeah. That's so. what we do with our DVDs because I've got that series separated from the rest. But so I have a really serious question to ask you about your bookshelves, and I'm remembering back to mine when I had them uh, coordinated by color. It was sort of like you get to keep it by color as long as we're in this place. When we move to someplace new, we're changing it. Okay, where are your blacks and whites? They are so each shelf has five rows, and the bottom two rows of the one on the left, so under the yellow books, mm-hmm. is the white, almost like it fades out. Yep. And then the green starts on the right shelf and goes all the way down to purple. And then the black books, the brown and the black are down at the bottom there. Nice. So I can take a picture. I can, I can That's great. I just wanted to know what your, what your um, thinking was. My uh, blacks and whites were at the end. Yes. And then I rearranged them one year and put black to red and mm. then purple to white. Ooh. So they were at the ends of the spectrum. But no, no more. So sad. <laughs> sad. So sad. I need the it, rainbows. I know. So good. <laughs> Although so good. in your spare room, I did find... Uh, that ton of French book, and I, just, I know. without yeah, without oh, without issue, God. I was just like, um, hey, have you read this? Can I take this? Thank you. <laughs> I, Which Shawn French book was it? In the woods. In the woods. Yep, it was her. Yeah, yeah. The, the first. I just I bought just. I'm usually like, oh, I'll just wait till it comes on hold. No, I mean, I, there are certain authors where I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to buy it hardcover. That's all there is to it. I've already pre-ordered my Rainbow Rowell. There's just yeah. so I'm like, first of all, it's got to be a signed copy. <laughs> Weird, um, but I ordered the Witch Elm when it came out, and I got halfway through and was like, okay. This is where it starts to get, nope, nothing's happening yet. Okay, great. <laughs> and I love every second of it. Normally, I'm like, come on, people. Come on, author. Put a little action in there. She could basically just describe the yeah. house to me for like yeah. 700 yep. more pages, and I'd be here for it. I still haven't finished it. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, God, I'm never going to finish this. I'm just like, every time I go back, like, yeah, here I am, right in the middle. have no idea what's happening. No <laughs> that's, clue. That's how we have found about. a thing in the backyard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about In the Woods. I told you I'd started to listen to it on audio and got through maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, I need to read this. Yep. This must be in front of me. So um, I borrowed it from Sydney, read it. And while I may not have loved the end, I was like, well, I'm going to read her next one. Like, there's no yeah. question in my mind. Just her writing style. Um, I just just could eat it up. Like, yeah. I could just go back and reread sentences because they're so beautifully crafted. So the second one of that series, The Likeness, is my favorite. Mine too! That's Mine what everyone too. keeps telling me. So it's so good. And it's one of those where it's just like, you need a little bit of suspension of disbelief uh-huh. right at the start okay. where you're like, okay, I'm buying into this concept right, yeah. and then everything else is flawless. And I love that I feel like, I don't know if you feel this as well, but as the, se- at the series, not series, obviously they're connected. As the books go on, I feel like that weird faint, almost undetectable strain of supernaturalness or whatever starts to get a little stronger until The Secret Place. Is that the one with the girls at the boarding school? I think so. That one I felt like it was strongest and I was like, oh, I am here for this. (laughs) Dial it That's probably my second. I really liked that one. Whatever. Yeah, I think The Secret Place is the one with the girls. That's my order too. Likeness and Secret Place. Oh, God, they're so 
So okay. about about in the woods, I actually interviewed her last year, or the year before, mm-hmm. and I asked her. I don't remember. I think it was off the record. Like after we were done recording, I was like, "Do you know what happened at the end of in the woods? Or like, do you know what happened? You know what I yeah. mean?" She was like, yeah. I was like, can you tell me? She's like, no. No. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for her. I mean, I would have loved to have known, but yeah. yeah. No, that's that book had two giant disappointments for me. And I don't mean I was disappointed in the story right. or the reading. I was disappointed that I didn't get to know. But I, it's Yeah, I didn't still... get to know or in or in character action. I was just like, oh, oh we can we can be better. We can You're do better than this. Do you think this. she's holding out just to, to make that another book? No. Oh. I had hope, you guys. Well, I'm sorry, I have to dash. No, no, no. I love it this way. I, think I love her, that I do, knowing. too. But I think her whole point is that you don't always know. Like yeah. You don't always find oh. out. And you know what's funny about that is that I I know that this is a much-loved book and a much-loved author, but I felt that um, – maybe I'm getting these titles mixed up, but what? trying to remember. It's, it, I felt that same way about – oh, my God – you're going to have to talk about something else while I look this up okay. because I do not want to mess this up. And now I'm suddenly worried that I messed up the name of the Sarah Waters book. So you all talk amongst yourselves while I look things up. Okay. Studiously. We can okay. do that. We can do that. Can I talk a bit about uh, a male author who was writing female characters that I didn't really get into? Sure. sure. Can we mock him? So, I mean, we can. And I think, honestly, the I mean, I think the writing was intentionally the way it was. Have any of you read Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer? Yes. No. Okay. So... First of all, the characters aren't named. They're women, and they're not named. And that's obviously intentional. It's not like the author forgot to give names and is just going to call them by their (laughs) professions. But I think as a male writing it and then only hearing their professions, I was already like, huh, okay, interesting. And they were all so almost identical in tone Mm. and cold to an extent where I thought, well, this is an interesting group of women. Have you met a woman? Like? Right. Yeah. It just, it, it, it was an interesting story, but I felt that because I wasn't getting anything about these characters, um, it was really slow and really detached and not in a way that I thought made it super successful. I would yeah. agree. I saw the movie first and if I had not seen the movie first, I don't know if I would have been able to keep them like track of them when yes. I read the book because I already had that idea in my head of what they looked like. Yeah. Sure. So going in, but yeah, it was very detached and... And the, the movie goes somewhere very different. Right. So I, I read the book and I was reading it with two of my male friends mm-hmm. and discussing it. And they had a very different take on it. And I thought, okay, well, I could see that. Um, and I didn't feel, it's sort of like when I read The Passage. I don't know if any of you oh, read The Passage. No. I got to the exact same point. We've talked about this. The beginning is phenomenal. So I am good. into those characters. And then it just goes somewhere else. So I ended up reading the Wikipedia summaries of the other two in That's the series. Amazing. Series because I just couldn't imagine listening to them or putting myself through it. And I think I might have to do the same with this series. I'm not sure if it's... I have so many books on my TBR yeah. that I don't know if Life I can... Life is too short. Is save, too short. Yeah, yeah, save those for two of them, but... I found okay. it. Okay. Yeah. It was Donna Tart. That's I was doing. So the oh. little friend. So that ending where I was just yes. like, come on. I mean, it's the same thing where it's like it's left unknown and you're left to I wasn't as okay with that. With in the in the woods, in the woods. Yeah. In the woods I was kind of like, all right. I'm going to let this go. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to think about it. I'm going to hope for the best. I'm going to wonder what happened, but I like this. With the little friend I was like, 
I'm leaving. The little friend, that's the name? Yeah. I'm just taking notes, friends. It, uh, <laughs> that, I did not. So, admittedly, I love A Secret History. I do not like The Goldfinch or A Little Friend. Like, I never finished The Goldfinch. I, I didn't do finish it. The Gold, wait, did I finish The Goldfinch? I might have, like, forced myself to yeah. finish it. it but it was not working for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you like the likeness, you're going to like the secret history. Or vice oh, versa, vice I guess. Versa. Yeah, Correct. obviously that one came up first. Yeah, I remember right. reading the likeness and being like, ooh, this is hitting all the buttons. That Agreed. That before, yeah. Oh, and I gosh. think that's why I liked, <clears throat> I think, what? I, yeah, the other one, The Secret Place with the girls. Like, yes. one of my, fa- like, I love books that, where there's, like, a murder on a campus of some kind. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a huge, it's so funny because I'm, like, I'm not a huge murder mystery fan. I'm not a huge mystery fan in general, but anything the ton of French puts out, I'm like, yes. And again, is there a murder on a campus? Okay, I'm here for that. So I guess but, I mean, my like, murder, I'm very murder specific. I am too. I am too. Does this include YA? Yeah. Yes. Have you guys read Karen McManus? No. no. Okay. One of us is lying, so you can keep a secret. They're just quick and entertaining, and one takes place in a high school, and the other one is also, it's also in a high school, um, and it rang very much like a scary movie I might have watched in the 90s. Ooh. Nice. Like, I could very easily see her work being turned into the screen, so. Okay, um, okay. One of Us is Lying is in is my next book club pick, okay. so I'm excited for that. It's with my friend and her daughter, who's 12. Oh, that's great. So, she, she picked it. Okay. So, I'm excited to read that, but I don't know that I would have read it on my own, because maybe, again, maybe it's the cover, maybe it's the reviews, but it reminded me of the We Are Liars, and which I hated. I, I just straight up read that. Mm. It was the E. Lockhart one. Yep. I just not. It was just not. I think the ending was just so like I'm going to throw all these things at you to. Mm. Well, it reminded me a lot of to completely switch genres. It reminded me a lot of the end of season four of Sherlock, which we will not speak about. We yet. will not we, speak about that. Oh yeah, no, we will not talk mm-hmm. about. That. Um, the end of Two Can Keep a Secret. So I, the only problem that I had with it was that there were some characters. There's, I think, more than one set of twins going on oh. historically, and I got a little. I wanted a little bit of a diagram. To, so <laughs> You're like, can I have a everything. family tree? What is this, a Dostoevsky novel? Yeah, I was just like, uh, and it, that's a fault of my own because there are not that many characters. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but at the end, I didn't see it coming. And usually in stories, mm. I'm like, oh, it's clearly so and so. In this one, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, I see what you did there. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know when our book club is. I <laughs> get started. Well, considering this gave me about 14 books to get there started on. I know. <laughs> like, maybe I'll ignore the show notes. <laughs> it's just going to make it a lot worse for you. Uh, yeah. um, one that I don't I've meant, I don't remember if I actually told you about this book because I meant to because of your film background and maybe you've already heard of it, but it's A Lady from the Black Lagoon. Oh my God. Did I not wait? It? No, but I follow. I have a copy. <gasps> you Let do? Let me find it at home and I'll That be... would be awesome. I follow Mallory on yes. Instagram. Okay. I'm like, she's my mermaid hair twin. Yes, and I'm she like, is your mermaid hair twin. Lady. Right. Yeah. So she was on the podcast on Monday as our interview, but and I meant, okay, so maybe I did not tell you about no. it, but I was like, I have to tell Sydney about this book. Yeah, I cannot wait yeah, to read it. It's really good. I, I actually watched her emotional Instagram story yes, unboxing, the- and I cried in my own house. I was like, that's beautiful. I can't wait for that to be me. I'm going to Instagram story that and, and DM her and be like, watch this. You've inspired yeah. me to cry at my unboxing. Yeah. Do you cry really at your unboxings? I do. I do There's cry another one unboxing. coming soon. <laughs> I don't mean I'm this... 
readers, listeners, this is not me being a shill for Jill. Ha, <laughs> rhyme! <laughs> but I can't wait. Most anticipated book of the year. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's not. <laughs> Sorry, listen. Listen. I got to read. You did get to read part of it. And it's, I'm here for this. I can't wait. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. It's like four months. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, there will be tears. There will be excitement. I can't wait. Four months. Yeah. Four months. Yeah. Are you doing another set of, well, I know that you're at the library in May. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm talking in Well, yes, in May, like before. Yeah. No, I think we've talked about, I think I've talked about the book before on the podcast. You have. I'm just, I didn't know if you Women's History Month. Well, that's true. It does fit. That's right. Women's author and autobiography. Why do we sing everything? I can't help it. Stop. Everything is a jingle. It's like we're living (laughs) in a musical. It's fine. I don't have any problem with it. I like that. Yeah. Because more along the lines of song and dance. That's right. But more along the lines of Crazy Ex Girlfriend than maybe like the Music Man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just wondered if you were doing more in person events after or to support the. Oh, like for you sure. You did at May Hall's last because year. Because I, yeah, well, so there will be another uh, event like that. Um, okay. And so there's, I'm doing two things in advance of it. So that'll be about the first book. And then, yes, I'm already scheduling stuff for awesome. after for the new one. That's Yay. awesome. That's awesome. That's so exciting. Can't wait so much it. work. Oh, my God. I know. It's a little nerve wracking right now. I'm Cause, like, sure. Advanced copies are going out soon. Yes. I'm like, oh, God. Here <laughs> it comes. Books, right? Books. I know. Yeah, books. I do. I'm trying to think of other things. That so I, I do have some reading. YA books on here. Yes. Um, I have The War Cross and Wild Card oh. by Marie Lu. I haven't read those yet. They're so I... good. You would really like them. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, her character is uh, Asian, like she is. And um, she's a bounty hunter in this like virtual world. <laughs> so cool. It's amazing. They're really good. They're YA, as I said. Um, and yeah, it's just the duology. And then The Bells. By uh, Donnell Clayton. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. So The Bells is about this uh, uh, group in um, this opulent world called Orleans. And they are um, represent beauty. And a lot of the other people in this world are just, like, gray. And so they hire out the bells to make them look prettier. And um, there's always, like, a favorite bell like the top and she gets like sent to like the nicest salon or type thing and then um our main character camille wants to be named the top but she's not so she ends up in this like this other salon which is a little on the sketchy side but Uh (laughs) as she's there she's figuring out oh what i think is happening in our world is not you know what i mean like there's stuff going on that i'm she's finding stuff out and becomes like this whole thing so the bells came out um two years ago i think and the latest one i think i had it written down what the name is uh, the Everlasting Rose is out this week. So I'm very Ooh, excited for that one. That's awesome. I'm yeah. writing everything down. I know. I feel, you know, how I have, I mean, I've been on here before and I've said this before that my um, holy trinity of writing is Rainbow Rowell, Lainey Taylor, and Kelly Link. I am so far behind on my Lainey Taylor writing. Uh-oh. The the last of the um, tr- trilogy, The Daughter of Smoke and Bone, all that. The last one kicked me so hard that I had a t- hard time picking up Strange the Dreamer. I actually started reading it during reading ebook day last year and right. loved it. And then it just expired and I haven't taken it back out yet. And now the next one's one is out and the next one is coming out. And I'm like, you are so far behind. Um, what yeah. is wrong with you? Like your car is literally named Carew. Like that is what your <laughs> license plate says. You love this. Go after it. So I, I need to get on that. I'm excited to rekindle my Lainey Taylor love. 
this I spring. I binged on Lady Taylor because of you during a <laughs> whirlwind trip across Canada last year. So I started the series, I think, in New Brunswick and finished it as I was driving through the mountains in Jasper, Alberta. I can Whoa. literally see the sights as I'm, because I listened to the whole thing because I had so much driving to do. Um, and I also have not picked up that other series, and I, I want to. Would you like to hear a, a pun? Yes. Did you feel like a Banff in Banff? <laughs> I didn't go to Banff, oh, but... No. I know. But I know. soon. Yeah. We'll Banff it up in Banff. And Banff. Banff. <laughs> I just love saying it. It's like Guelph. <laughs> Canadians have such great names for things. They do. You know, like Kitchener. Waterloo, Mississauga. Sorry, I just Canadianing. <laughs> Saskatoon, no, Saskatoon. Right, shout out to all my Canadian friends. <laughs> we have some Canadian listeners. We got a lot of Canadian listeners. They're my favorite. So I'm sorry, they're... everyone else. They work only with Canadians, and I love them. They are the best. I married one. Oh, you did. I did. <laughs> I had to bring them here. I had to import one. You imported your husband? Yeah, I imported him. The boys around here were not good enough. I needed to import one from Canada. That's, that's fair. Right? <laughs> it's fair except on days when it's eight degrees, which it is today, and he's just like, it's not so bad. I'm going to go like, for a bike ride. He did not. <laughs> but he was just like, oh, maybe I'll put on a toque and go downtown. Hey, buddy. You made me clap. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Clap, monkey, clap. <sighs> All right, well, any last books to talk about? What are you reading? Are you, what are you reading right now? I am reading, wait, what is it called? Um, shoot, I can't remember. The, this is, this is going to be a, a horribly mangled name, but yes. it's Somebody and Delilah's Midnight Matinee. Okay. Are you talking about Raina and Delilah's maybe Midnight Matinee? Or Not Rain- sure. Rainy and sorry, author. I'm sure you're wonderful, and the book is fantastic so far. But I don't, I don't have the title at hand. That caught me off guard. So unprepared. Show notes that one. Thank you. There show you go. Show notes that one. Um, I just started Christian Kashore. Kashore, Jane sure. Unlimited. Oh yeah, it's so good. Oh, is it? Am book. I? Am I right in assuming that it's gonna get like choose your own adventure? Oh, man. Sort you guys... of. It's a little... Ju- I mean, like, okay. you, you don't actively choose okay. your own adventure, but okay. that is a good way to compare it. Yeah. I, um, first of all, when I was younger, I loved those books me so too. much, and I would read them like this. I know that the listeners cannot see me, <laughs> but I would have, like, five fingers Fingernails. Yeah, and then... in between the pages to be like, do I die? I don't want that chapter. Am I dumb? Did I go to the wrong place? Um, and I've been writing a book lately. Working on my book lately, and lately, that's where the lately comes in. Been thinking, what if I made this a choose your own adventure? Oh, I would read the book. <laughs> and then I read it anyway, but I would be so. I just thought, so I think anyway. maybe I need to turn turn a version of it into yeah. that. Just yeah. because. I will say about that book, there's one chapter I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then a chapter I was like, yes. Okay. And luckily they came in the right order so that I could recover from the oh no chapter. But okay. Good. It's good. It's really good. Okay. It's super good. Yeah, I remember I got an advanced copy of that at ALA last year, I think. And I was I was at ALA for um, professional development, so I was not at the booth. Yeah. So I went back to my hotel room at one point before our team dinner, and I started reading it, and I could not stop. And then I get this text from Adam. He's like, are you coming to dinner? Oh. <laughs> I forgot about this world. Oh, right. I'll be right there. <laughs> 
BRB in another oh. universe. That's great. <laughs> it's like awkward. Right. Yeah. What are so, you reading? I'm kind of in between books. I'm okay. not in a good book reading place right now. So I get that. It happens. Yeah. But I have yeah. a big list now, so hopefully I'll find something yeah. from from this list. I feel like YA is the way to go. Oh yeah. Because it's, so it's so easy. So easy. Yeah. Sometimes it's not like sometimes, but, I, it, but, but yeah, I, but it's an yeah. easy entry point. Yeah, yeah, it's an easy entry point. Yeah, so I'll probably be reading some of that. So, all right, yeah. ladies. Well, oh my god, thanks so for fun. joining me. Thanks so, so much. Fun. This was great, and I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.